Hello, friends, and welcome back to Hello, Halloy. Happy Tuesday. This is going to be episode six in our podcast series. Um, and today I have a special guest. I have DJ Connor on the mic with us. Say hello. Yo, yo, what up? It's DJ Connor with the new Sinceris featuring on Hello, Halloy this week. Oh, I'm going to have to edit that out. Not the yo, yo, yo. He's <laughs> 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 I'm offended that you want to, I'm offended that you want to remove that. (laughs) Iconic. Okay, you're right. My bad. Um, So, (laughs) yes. Um, Thank you so much, Connor, for joining us this week. Um, We're going to be discussing relationships again, and specifically, we're going to be talking about long distance relationships and why sometimes they work and why sometimes they don't. And Connor is here to offer his personal experience and his insight on this topic um, personnel oh <laughs> yes um but we're gonna you know dissect this up into subcategories like we always do and i'm just gonna dive right into it um so you know sometimes long distance relationships work and sometimes they don't and typically if they don't work out it is because one or both parties stop making the effort And, you know, I think every relationship comes with its fair set of struggles. Distance is that special case where it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the emotional dynamic between the couple. It is just that physical state being absent because you cannot see each other due to distance. Um, And in this case scenario, it is on the couple to fight to make the relationship work because that physical aspect is not there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that is easy to forget sometimes is how important physical proximity is to that emotional connection. Um, And that's why long distance relationships can be really difficult because like you're not getting that other person's body language. You're not getting the like way that you kind of like bounce back and forth when you're in the same room and talking. And so with long distance relationships um, and that physical closeness, that's something that's always going to be a hurdle. But something that is a benefit or a possible upside to this situation is that when you're in a long distance relationship, if you can make that emotional connection, the focus that will improve your physical relationship. And when you are able to be together, and it's also a question of, I think, maturity. So speaking about some of my personal experiences, you know, now that I'm like thinking back on it, I've actually been in quite a few long distance relationships. Uh, one when I was 16, uh, because I was growing up in a small town um, where I was the only openly gay person. So for listeners of the podcast, I belong to the queer community. And obviously gay relationships have different dynamics and heterosexual dynamics. Um, and so it was hard for me to find people close to me who could be in a relationship. So my first relationship was long distance. Um, but then, you know, like it was, and it was really difficult because when you're like young and when like you're still figuring everything out, that physical proximity feels the most important in the world. And even when I was in like my early twenties and was an undergrad, I was in a long distance relationship of sorts with somebody from New York city. And, you know, that physical closeness can make it easier for a relationship to develop and continue because it's like, even if you two are in the same room, you're together, but in a long distance relationship, you have to make that consistent effort to be in touch. And when, you know, you're 
an undergrad struggling to make ends meet and trying to keep up with your grades, it can be hard to make that time. But as you get older and more mature and experience more relationships, it becomes easier to let that emotional aspect take the forefront instead of the physical closeness, if that makes sense. Yes. No, I 100% agree. Um, and, you know, you touched on emotional maturity and you were in a relationship at 16 trying to make a long distance relationship work. I definitely think the odds were not in your favor from the start because when you were 16 and I don't know a lot of 16 year olds that are in successful <laughs> relationships and two, the distance factor probably didn't help. Um, but I just wanted to give like, and obviously, you know, like I said, sometimes long distance doesn't work, but there are case scenarios where it does work. Like um, I'm going to use my parents as an example because they're a military couple and my dad is constantly going away for work. And, you know, they were dating in a time back in their 20s before technology was ad advanced as it is today. And they didn't have a uh, fast email and uh, good internet connection. And they were typically writing letters to each other and calling whenever he got to dock at a port because he was um, on a ship 24-7. So... In that case scenario, it worked, and I would say it was because they were emotionally more developed because of their age. They were in their mid to later 20s doing this, whereas you were a 16-year-old and that emotional maturity and that comes with age was not there, you know? Um, and I kind of want to segue into um, talking about, I think you mentioned it before, that closeness, that physical aspect, you know? is something people crave and like it's nice to not even have to talk when you're together physically but when you are long distance that communication aspect is so important um and you know i would almost say that seeing how a couple acts when they are not together physically is what makes or breaks the relationship like how you act and how much effort you can put in when they are not there physically is what tests your relationship yeah, absolutely. And I also think that it's a question of intentional communication, particularly with long distance relationships, because like, again, as I mentioned earlier, when you're long distance, the only thing you have are your words, are your voice. You're not able to just like reach out and hold their hand. If they're in a bad mood, you have to like message them and be like, Hey babe, like what's wrong. And then, you know, like start a conversation. Right. And so like, and it's not just that your communication has to be intentional. It's that you have to be intentional about your relationship. So, you know, to speak to a recent personal experience for me, the partner that I'm with right now, who I've been with for cumulatively about a year and nine months, nine of those months were long distance relationship for us. We met and dated in person for six months. And then um, I moved from Iowa to Maine to get my master's and we broke up and then reconnected a year later and decided to long distance date for the second year of my master's program while I was in Maine and he was in Iowa. And while our communication was intentional, our intent was also intentional, which this is maybe my English, like masters coming out and being like, words mean things, but like we were able to make our communication work because we both knew what we were signing up for. We both knew that this is what we wanted. And so there has to be a choice about your communication and you have to be willing to put in that effort in order to make that work. 
you know, something that my therapist once told me was that relationships are rarely 50-50. It's often like 60-40% or 70-30%. And sometimes you're the person giving the 60%. And other times you're the one giving the 40%. But regardless of how much percentage you can give, you have to give 100% of what you can offer. And that intentionality comes in there too. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. And, you know, you mentioned communication and that's our next topic I wanted to talk about, you know, um, even, even with that physical aspect, you know, of someone being there, being close to you, you getting to see them every day. If the communication is not there, the relationship isn't going to work anyway. So even if, um, physicality wise, the distance isn't great. If the emotional distance is great between you two, it's not going to work because you need to have that constant communication, being able to talk about your feelings and be on the same page as the person you are seeing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that, (laughs) I think that I'm trying to think of the right way to explain this. Like what you have to do is you have to like romanticize your life. You know, like if you can't make up for that physical contact, you have to find ways to make, again, this, and this comes back to making choices. You have to be able to make the choice to like romanticize your wife a little bit because in long distance relationships, so often you're on different schedules. So it's not even that you're not physically close. It's that you're not even like time close, but you know, like there are times where you only have five minutes to call your partner on your commute and you can either go. I only have five minutes to talk to him. Or you can be like, yay, I have five minutes. I'm going to call this person. And so that energy that you bring into the relationship, regardless of whether it's close by or far away, is going to make it successful. Yeah, for sure. And like, and like you said, even if it is like, you know, there's this concept of if someone wants to put in the effort they will like if if someone wants to make time for you they are going to like you know you mentioned you know you only have five minutes to call someone yeah but you should if you don't take that five minutes to call your significant other that just shows that they are not a priority that you are not putting in the effort you know Mm -hmm. yeah and the key word there is priority and i think you know again it goes back to that percentage like split that happens in relationships Like, you know, I'm a person who, um, and Haloy, you know this, when I was in my long distance relationship with my partner while I was in Maine, I was a master's student. I was working three jobs. I was trying to manage my social life. And it was often difficult to find that time. And so, you know, I did have to prioritize certain things about my life before my partner. But even with that, my partner was still a priority. So it's being able to manage those things. And that can happen in a close, like physical relationship too. And I think that ultimately that's something that can be a benefit of long distance relationships is that it allows you to practice and exercise those emotional and communication muscles so that you're strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, I think when you take the physical aspect of way of being able to see your partner 24 seven, it you have to, you have to strengthen the emotional aspect of your relationship. And that is essentially what a relationship should focus on anyway. It's not the physicality, it is the emotional aspect that should be the 
thing that is stressed in the relationship. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So um, just in closing, I just wanted to touch on, like, I just wanted to restate how I think any relationship really has the capacity to work. Um, it just is a matter of how much effort the couple is willing to make because you are a team. When you are a couple, you need to be putting in effort whether your issue be long distance or something else. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because, you know, like I know that the topic of this uh, episode is long distance relationships, but I think that something that we can remember is that in a lot of ways, all of us are in long distance relationships. We are in a society right now where we have constant access to technology, to our phones, to social media, where we can be in constant communication while, you know, like if you look at our parents, uh, you know, relationships like in the late nineties back, like it was like, you wouldn't see each other all day. And then you would be able to check in with each other at the end of the day, or you would call on the landline and that's all that you had. And so now we are in constant communication. So we can constantly be trying to emotionally connect and build that physical relationship based on the emotional connections that we make as a team. Right, for sure. And, you know, I want to touch on that, too. You said uh, because of social media, communication is so much easier for us and more accessible. And it's funny because it's almost like because it is more convenient, people do not put as much effort as they can because it's in us. It's so easily there and ready for us. People aren't trying to communicate. Whereas back in the day, like when our parents were our age, like I had stated my parents, they every opportunity they had to talk to each other they were doing it because they didn't know when the next time they would talk was going to be um it's that scarcity i think that made prompted them to put in more effort right right and i definitely can like see that because you know like when you like this is going to be a strange metaphor maybe but like you know you like you have your favorite song and you listen to it over and over and over again. And eventually you're like, oh, I've heard this song forever. I get sick of it. And so you have to step away from it in order to enjoy it again. That's where that scarcity experience that you're talking about, I think, comes in. Like the scarcity allows for excitement to happen, to like make something new every time like you're together. But you can also have that spark present in constant communication. But it's a choice. And you have to romanticize it. You have to allow yourself to enjoy it and not get caught up on the, you know, oh, well, we can only text. We can only call. It has to be a perspective shift. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think. So. Oh, go ahead. So Haloy, as a guest of the podcast, a question for the host. If you could give one strong piece of advice or suggestion so for somebody who's maybe entering a long distance relationship or is questioning their long distance relationship, what would you offer? Perfect closing question. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for asking, Connor. Um, yeah, so like personally, I've never had to deal with a long distance relationship. However, I think that if someone were going into a long distance relationship, like any relationship, as we stated before, there's always going to be struggle. And I think the key to making any relationship work is that communication. Are you and your partner talking about concerns you have? Are you and your partner able to talk about the issue you have and then work on the issue together? That is what makes or break any relationship. Can we 
talk about this and are we gonna like be a team and try to fix it together so I think communication was the big key term tonight for making any relationship work and communication is the T yes period (laughs) okay well that's all I had for this segment I hope to see everyone again next Tuesday and Connor thank you so much for staying in sitting on the show thank you for having me it was absolutely wonderful Yay! Okay. All right. Goodbye, friends. See you next week. Bye.